Big Screen, Little Screen. Rinse FM, another edition of Big Screen, Little Screen, with myself, SK Vibe Maker, and Movie Reporter Larry. It's where we talk about everything good on a big screen, the little screen, and everything else in between. Larry, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. It's good to be back, you know, a couple of weeks off. It's it's cold though, man. <laughs> it's freezing. Yeah, it's heating cold, bill man. going through the roof and that. <laughs> Trust me, man. My mom's telling me to to keep my cardigans on, man. To keep them, to keep the bills, to keep the bills them down. Shouts to all those who know about the electric blanket. Yeah, when you go to sleep at night, it's not just an old people thing. It's a thing that's very useful regardless mm-hmm. of age. You know I'm I saying? need to get one. I need to invest in one still. Trust me, you can thank me later. What have we got on the menu today, Larry? So we got a big show today, man. We got two for Netflix and one for the big screen. Where are we taking it first? We're taking it to the little screen. And just before we get into this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Larry. Hey, that sounds like an exciting trailer, man. Give them the info, Larry. SK, we just heard the trailer for Hellbound, which is a South Korean Netflix TV show. Now, for anyone who wants to dive into another Korean TV show, this this is definitely one for you. With the recent success of you know Train to Busan and Parasite and Squid Game, the South Korean flavor <laughs> is 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 high right now. Are you are you a fan of many of? Uh, I know you I know you love Squid Game, didn't you? Loved, I liked. Loved okay. is a bit of a push. Hey, listen, man, I'm open. I think when it comes to entertainment, TV shows and films in particular, man, we don't just need to keep it just one dimension. I think that some of the greatest films or some very good films over the last few years have been subtitled as well, man. So I think, mm. uh, you know, I mean, if you haven't ventured into that realm yet, thank us later. Definitely. Well, this show is created by Yun Sang Ho. So I mentioned Train to Busan. He's actually the director of that. And he also directed the sequel Peninsula. And this show consists of six episodes. So it's a very short series. They're long episodes, but short. And it basically occurs in a fantasy version of Earth where supernatural creatures suddenly appear to drag humans to hell. All right, this sounds demonic, man. What are you saying, though? Yo, you, need to, you need a cross to watch this one, yeah? You need yo, to bear I, the cross. I think ev- I think all of <laughs> I think all of them. Um, yeah, definitely. This is definitely a, a interesting show. This this is a show that I've not come across before. What I liked about it: the acting performances, their compelling character development and choices. 
they had me shouting at my TV. Now, when a show or film gets me up and I'm like, no, don't do... That's when you know you've got me. Like, I was doing this all through this series. The story is gripping. The narrative unfolds like an onion. It's just like, like layer by layer. And at the end, I'm not someone that, you know, binge watches stuff like regularly, but this is a show that I binge watched and I needed a season two right away of how it finished. <laughs> you couldn't get enough of it. Trust me. Um, my only negative about this, I would say, is the CGI could have been better, especially with these supernatural creatures. I felt the design of them wasn't of the standards that we've seen, uh, especially in like 2021 in this in this current generation. I felt the CGI could have been improved. Um, and not a negative for me. However, this show, the pacing of it may not be everyone's cup of tea. Um, it, like I said, it's like an onion. So it is layer by layer. It's not like Squid Game or anything like that where it's fast paced and in your face and you get right to, you know, from A to Z really quickly. This, you have to have patience with it. Um, I love this type of TV show, but it may not be for everyone. But my overall uh, rating for this is four out of five. Straight up, man. That sounds solid TV series. Yeah, Hellbound man. TV series, South Korean. You know what I'm saying? Be ready for this, man. Out the 19th of November on Netflix. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Lowry. where are we taking it next? We are keeping it on the little screen, and this is a big one, SK. And before we get into talking about this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. So what brings you back from the dead? A week ago, I did a job. A bounty. I had a partner, believe it or not. He know what you used to be? Will I ever see you again? They tried to kill me, Anna. If you need to find me. I go by Spike Spiegel these days. In this solar system. If the cops and the bounty hunters don't get you, the syndicate will. There's no happy ending here. Spoken like a man who's never been in love. I was. What happened? I was dreaming. Big screen, little screen. You're definitely tuned in to Big Screen, Little Screen. It's where we talk about everything good on the big screen, the little screen, and everything else in between. Right here on Rinse FM, or you might be listening on the DSPs. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry. We just heard something very science fiction-ish. Give them the lowdown, Lowry. So we just heard the trailer for Cowboy Bebop, which is a Netflix science fiction TV series developed by Andre Namek and written by Christopher Yost. We have a cast of John Cho, Mustafa Shakir, Alex Hassel, and Daniela Pineda. Anime heads, you guys should know the name Cowboy Bebop. For those of you who have never watched anime in your life or you just don't know this name, Cowboy Bebop is a hit Japanese anime series that was released back in 1998 and is regarded as one of the best animes of all time. SK, are you uh, an anime watcher in the past or present? I can only do the truth for you, yeah? Bebop, yeah. it rings a little bell for me, but I don't know anything about this, man. So <laughs> I feel like maybe you're enlightening people like me today. Okay, cool. That's cool. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of um, anticipation for this show. Good and bad anticipation. Good that, you know, we have a live adaptation of a historic 
anime series. The bad <laughs> anticipation is that historically, live adaptations of manga and anime uh, TV series or films don't turn out great. We've had Ghost in the Shell, the Dragon Ball Z live adaptation, and Netflix Death Note film that were just poor. All of them were just poor. And coming into this one, that was in like that was at the forefront of my mind. Is like, were they going to you know do justice to the name Cowboy Bebop? This live action isn't a like for like remake of all the episodes. Um, there's ten episodes, and what they've done is they've you know they've kept the characters. Um, borrowed some storyline parts from the original show and then they've combined it all and kind of created a slightly new different story uh, with it i would recommend watching the anime first so you can get a, a foundation of where of where the show has come from and the style and the music and you know just the wonders um of what of what to expect all 26 episodes are available on Netflix now. Um, and basically the show is set in 2071. It focuses on a group of bounty hunters chasing down criminals across the solar system on the Bebop spaceship. So the original was 26 episodes, but this is 10 episodes for your head top, man. Nice and digestible. Um, I wouldn't really advise you to binge watch this because I don't feel like you get the best out of TV series when you binge watch them. How long are the episodes, Lowry? They are pretty long, uh, and that's one of my negatives about the show. So there's ten episodes; they're round about an hour. So it's it's a long watch. You know, I I, I liked Spike and Jet. So Spike, uh, played by John Cho, and Jet played Mustafa Shakir. I loved how they modernized these characters uh, for this generation, whilst you know keeping true to some some of the anime anime aspects. And I enjoyed episodes one to six. I felt the pacing was good, and there were some really cool moments. I didn't like the fight scenes. I felt they needed to be slicker. The swagger that is uh, in the anime is just not present in this show. I've already mentioned too many episodes. It definitely could have been cut down to around about eight. And episode seven to ten is where it starts to fall off. And I just became restless while watching it and just not interested by the end of it. So um, I said restless. Yeah. <laughs> I said re restless. It, it, yeah. I mean, I, I think for someone who's never watched the anime, I think you will enjoy it more than I have. However, for people who are going to watch this, knowing the anime, it, it's not going to reach the level. Don't expect it to, to reach nowhere near the levels of the anime. So my rating for this is two and a half out of five. Damn. Damn, son. Two and a half out of five. I knew it mm. weren't getting a 4.5 like that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it weren't getting that. But it's all good, man. Cowboy Bebop out on Netflix, 19th of November. It's as simple mm. as that, man. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Makeup, Movie Report, Alari. Where are we taking it next? Man, I've been waiting to talk about this film on radio. We are taking it to the big screen. And just before we get into a discussion about this one, here's a little snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. What's going on? Everybody okay? They got a call, said there was trouble in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you all need to look around. It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors, lawyers, 
plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. Okay, you're making a mistake, but I'm gonna let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's okay. They're just not used to seeing good-looking pupils like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. Big screen. Little screen. Yeah, definitely tuned into Rinse FM. Or you might be listening on the DSPs. It's myself, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry, Big Screen, Little Screen. And what is that trailer that we just heard for, Lowry? We just heard the trailer for King Richard, which is a biographical drama film directed by Leonardo Marcus Green. We have a cast of Will Smith, Andrene Ellis, Sonia Sidney. Demi Singleton and John Bernthal and this is a true story that I think that will inspire so many people who watch it and it's a true story of Richard Williams who's the father of Venus and Serena Williams the goats you know two goats in the tennis and not even just tennis just in the sports universe yeah come on man and I feel like this story I feel like some people didn't even know like big parts of this story like anytime you'd watch Serena and Venus in their early days, you will see the man now known as King Richard there in his shorts at yeah. courtside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So this film is basically just, you know, showing their life from, you know, growing up in Compton and their transition to young superstars and becoming tennis icons. But the main backbone of this is Richard Williams, who he had a 78 page... <laughs> booklet of how he was going to turn his two daughters into tennis stars and before we basically they were just even it. born it's crazy <laughs> like i was like mind blown and yeah we just see this beautiful it's it's a beautiful love letter to uh richard williams and we just see this story unfold before us richard williams who is somewhat of a complex character as well man um i think this movie is inspirational i, I would say triumphant i would say emotional the killer quote was this world ain't never had no respect for Richie Williams, but they gone respect y'all when he was talking about his daughters. You mm. know what I'm saying? Will Smith is brilliant. I definitely used to question Will Smith in terms of has he reached his peak, especially or with does that he term. have dynamics? Some people thought yeah. he was a, a one trick pony. But you know he's had fantastic performances in the past, but I think his recent films haven't shown his yeah his dynamic acting abilities. But this film. This is one of his best performances to date. Like, I would not be shocked if he's nominated for an Oscar next year. Absolutely fantastic. Um, like you mentioned, Richard Williams is a complex character. He's someone, he doesn't really have traditional methods of uh, <laughs> taking care of his family or raising his daughters. He doesn't, you know, he's, he's his own person. He doesn't care about money, what anyone says. He's constantly pushing back to the man. You know, opportunities during the film, I was like, boy, like, I wouldn't have done that. And he just stuck, you know, he just stood his ground. And Will Smith, you know, performed this character in such an outstanding way that the film was so immersive. Like, it's brilliant. 
Richard Williams done it his way, man. I also want to say that John Bertai, he was good as well. You might know him from The Walking Dead. And, you know, the actors who played the young girls, um, Sonia Sidney and Demi Singleton, they were brilliant. Like the, the tennis scenes, I often wondered how they how they executed them, man. It looked like, I don't know if they trained these young girls to become like sort of good at tennis, but the tennis was, it was, it was amazing. I saw some slick angles and stuff that they'd done, but... The tennis scenes are fantastic, man. Yeah, so Nia and Demi, Rise and Star, I've not seen um, them previously uh, to this film and their performances as sisters, not just like individual characters, but the, you know, the true sister and, and love that they managed to replicate in sisterhood and love to replicate in this film. They took the movie to another level. And let's not forget Anjanae Ellis, who plays the mum of Venus and Serena Williams. She... And I'm, I'm thankful that they didn't leave her out because majority of the times, you know, the mum in movies that you, you don't really get to see the ins and outs. And I felt that her impact in how they were raised and the different dynamic that you saw with Richard Williams um, just completely made the film feel so complete. And yeah, just an overall fantastic movie, like absolutely brilliant. What are you ranking this one, man? I'm giving this four and a half out of five strong, solid four and a half out of five. Definitely a must watch first night. If you can get down to the cinema, if you're lucky to be in a region where you have HBO Max, it is releasing online on there as well on the 19th. But definitely a cinema uh, experience for this is, is worth it. And look out for Will Smith getting them nominations next year. I think it's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. You get me? Another edition of Big Screen, Little Screen. Whether you're listening on Rinse FM right now or you're listening back on the DSPs, myself, SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter, Lowry. We will be back next week. Where can they find you in the meantime, Lowry? You can find me on my website, which is www.everythinglowry.com. All my written reviews, Twitter, Instagram, all on there. Get at me. Simple. Or you can find me at SK Vibe Maker on the social or www.skvibemaker.co.uk. We will see you next week. We out. See you next week, bro. Take care. Big screen, little screen.